Welcome back to Goonies World. I am Johnny Pharaoh, also known as Sean. And with me, as always, is Meanie, also known as Ryan. Hello. And, of course, Goonie, also known as Colin. Hello. And today we are returning to those dark places Ryan is taking us through, a science fiction adventure. Yes, I am. And uh, just to very briefly get uh, everybody up to speed, because I'm, I'm sure you'd remember, but uh, you had flown out to uh, this sort of uh, unresponsive ship, and uh, you had basically explored the lower decks. Uh, that was the entirety of the last session, and then... Uh, you just got upstairs, uh, and I believe we're planning to head in the direction of the engine room, although you are certainly, you know, free to do whatever and go wherever. Yes, I believe we had, uh, when we scanned the ship earlier, our own ship, of course, is still outside somewhere with Gunther, our pilot. But uh, I think when we had scanned the ship, we saw, like, a was it an ID tag or something pinging from the vicinity of the engine room? Correct. Yeah, so, and then here on the bottom deck, we have uh, run into some strange psychological experiences that would lead us to believe all is not canny on board this ship. And uh, and possibly also uh, something funky going on on the ship that you arrived in as well, as uh, Gunther seems to have uh, experienced some kind of... uh, Issue. Yeah, um, I think we stopped right when Gunther, we heard Gunther screaming over our comms. And I believe, uh, I'm not sure what, uh, I believe both of you failed a pressure roll at some point and are down in agility. That, that is, is true for me. Uh, I, yes, I have two pressure level points or whatever. Yes, we are um, under pressure. So, um... Yes, Gun- Gunther has just uh, screamed in your ear, and that uh, the noise of then the, the communication just cuts off. And uh, I don't recall if we had actually gone up the stairs or taken the elevator yet. Uh, no, we were just about to. Okay, yeah. very before very we good. before we do though, uh, let's uh, try the comms here again and see if we can't raise Gunther. Come in, Gunther. This is truck. Come in, Gunther. And uh, you received no reply. That's a fucking order. I don't he's, just, know. he's just being a pussy. He's just being a drama queen, I think. 
I don't know. I don't know about that. I think this place is definitely something's not right about it. I mean, we've seen it ourselves. There's some sort of psychological. Uh, it could be some gas that's causing us to hallucinate. Uh, but, but on our ship, Gunther's just—he's just being a pussy. I think. Who knows what's happened on our ship? I almost. Oh, well, we've got a mission to do. We might as well go up. Go up onto the next level and see see about how that that ping we got from the engine room. Of course, you're in charge. I'm in charge. Let's go upstairs and find the engine room. All right, after you, then. I'm still feeling a little pressure myself. Now, are you going to take the spiral staircase or the elevator? You know, it would be pretty smart of us to just take the stairs because knowing how wonky this ship is... The elevator uh, might malfunction or, you know, like, give us hallucinations or some shit. I wouldn't want to get trapped on the elevator. Nope. Well, perhaps, you remember when we first walked in, uh, the bloke was slammed in the the door of the cargo bay, smashed. I'd hate to get smashed in the uh, door of the elevator. Yeah, this ship's got a mind of its own trying to kill us, I think. Oh... So you proceed up the stairs and find yourselves, um, well, you can see on the map uh, where you end up, um, and uh, the bulkhead just to the aft of uh, where the stairs lead you to um, does appear to sort of uh, open or, (laughs) you know, into the, uh, the sort of boom that connects the engine to the rest of the ship. Okay. We've got to, to get to the rear of the ship then to access the engine room. So it's a long walk. I'll follow you again. And is truck going to open the bulkhead? Yeah, I, I will. Yep. <clears throat> okay. Well, you uh, pull it open and... Uh, the sort of corridor before you is shrouded in kind of a mist and you can see um, you can't see very far but you can see that uh, this whole thing is apparently just one giant conduit uh, and you can see you know pipes and, and cables and, and all sorts of stuff running uh, along the walls and ceiling um, and you can hear and although you can't see it through the mist you can hear a sound repeating kind of off in the distance um, like a metallic clanging every every like it's almost at random it's just like you know clang 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 what could that be Uh, what's the name of our ship that we came from it is the Grams okay Oh, is anyone there? This is Travis Tucker of the Grams. Is anyone there? And who are you? What are you? Who are you trying to communicate with? Whoever's making that uh, metallic banging noise. Oh, I see. Uh, yeah, you get no response. All right. Maybe it's not a person, or maybe it is, and he's not friendly. Does it sound like any? Uh, does it sound like any? 
with my engineering skill and background, does it sound like a typical malfunction or something that uh, I can account for? It definitely sounds like there's something malfunctioning, yes. Right, but not not something as easily identified. Like, oh, that's clearly the sound it makes when the quadruple compensators aren't working or anything like that. Make an education test. Okay. I can't remember if we roll a D6 or a D10. D6. Right. Target is uh, okay. seven. Well, I have seven, exactly. It sounds like a door opening and closing. Mm-hmm. All right. Forcefully. It's not an engine problem. It's a door, all right. And if you look on your map, you can see that there is a bulkhead about halfway down this corridor or boom so that is, seems likely to be what it is alright let's continue alright so you proceed down this uh, boom and uh, you get about 10 steps in and uh Make a... Both of you roll a, roll a d6. I have a one. Two. Well, unfortunately, uh, Dr. Dee Dee, uh, just from, from a pipe in the ceiling above your head, um, a s- sudden blast of freezing uh, gases Watch out there, Doc. And, um... Make an agility roll. Of course, I'm at one less agility at the moment. So, my roll is eight. I rolled a six, and my agility is temporarily two. Will you uh, manage to kind of instinctively kind of hop out of the way? Um, Now, you had earlier... um, begun, I think, taking your spacesuit off because of uh, this the hallucination of the sort of heat lamps and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, did you, I assume you put it back on? Well, I would assume I did, but I never specifically narrated that I did. Yeah, It, does, it doesn't really matter because you, you succeeded in your jewelry roll, but uh, had, had you n- not succeeded and uh, not been wearing a spacesuit, then you may have taken some damage, but... In co- of no consequence, because I believe you probably put it back on. Once you realized you were just hallucinating. Got to watch out from all these leaks. And now I'm going to make a little cheeky little roll. One, two, three, four. I thought you, said you were going to say you are going to make a leak. <laughs> no, po- probably when, this, when we're done recording, I, I may, but not just yet. Um, so, um... Dr. Dee Dee, uh, just as the malfunctioning door, which is slamming itself open and closed, um, begins to come into view, you can see beyond, just beyond that door on the other side of it, in the moments when it is open, uh, you can see someone just sort of shrouded, like the outline of a human standing there shrouded in this mist um, they appear to be naked uh, 
um, it's hard to can't really make out any particular features just because it's so obscured by the mist. Um, There's a naked humanoid form down there. Do you see it? I can't make out any details. He's mist obscured. Do you see it? Uh, do I? Um, you don't see anything, though. Sounds like wishful thinking on your part. No, I'm telling you, if you, if you don't see it, then it's another psychological effect. Yeah. You got some psychological problems, probably. Well, well I assume during this time you've continued to walk towards this malfunctioning door, uh, even if mm-hmm. perhaps your pace had slowed some. Mm-hmm. And you see this figure turn and stare right into your eyes. You're not real. You're not real. You're not real. And it it stretches out its hands in your direction, and and this face is like contorted, as if it's screaming, but you can't hear anything. Um, and they look. I mean, their skin's all blotchy. It looks like they've been exposed to the vacuum of space. Um, and they just run through this malfunctioning door directly at you, <laughs> Dr. Dee. I, I don't think I have the presence of mind to, uh, you know, think that it can't hurt me. It's just a hallucination. I will, uh, I will fire my gun at it. I'll snap okay. fire in a panic. All right. Well, uh, make an agility roll. All right. I, I only got a three. All right, well, with the crack of your pistol, um, the person disappears. But, Truck, <laughs> you just saw Dr. DD unholster his pistol, point it at you, and miss. Oh, at me? Yeah. <clears throat> All right, no. motherfucker, hand me your weapon now. No, I shot at him and he disappeared. You just shot at me and you missed. You're lucky you missed. But I, I, I don't want... I, I, you're going to have to hand your firearm to me. At least for right now. I'm not, I'm not going to leave myself completely defenseless in this place. What do you think I am? You think, you think you're defenseless with me around? I'm security. You're, you're just going to get yourself hurt or get me hurt. All right, if you say so then. Since you've such an... Since your mind is so strong... It's not like you Sorry. haven't seen these hallucinations either, you know. Yeah. And I think I'm going to have to call for Dr. DJ to make another pressure roll because due to this incident, although I, uh, I will give you an additional plus one bonus now that you know that there's some fishy shit going on. Okay. Uh, let's see. Equal to my education. So I rolled a five. I got a four. So that's a nine. And then I had a plus what? The additional plus one. Okay, that brings me up to ten. All right. Barely. So you do not take another uh, pre- level of pressure. Right, but I will I will hand over my sidearm to the security officer. All right. Are you now weaponless? Uh, yeah. All right. So, uh... Now, this door you arrive at, just kind of randomly slamming itself open and closed, um, you think you can probably hop through it, uh, 
if you time it right, but it's kind of random. Um, and you suspect it'll probably hurt pretty bad if you if it whacks you. Um, is there a control panel from this end? Uh, yes, there is. As a matter of fact, well, I have my little uh, my little mechanical bandolier. I, do, I think I would like to try to fix it so it stays open. All right. Um, well, using your little uh, engineering toolkit, make a, an education roll. Uh, so that'll be what. Uh, I failed, though. If I need a seven, I failed. Okay, now just just make it. Well, what'd you roll? I rolled a one, and then oh, yeah, plus okay. four is five. Right. Uh, well, you you try, uh, and you think you just about got it when the entire control panel just shoots briefly, like a cascade of sparks. And, nice uh, job. No blast. Well, we don't need that, anyways. I'm get. I'm going to time it, and you just uh, follow me. All right, I'll Piece go when you go. All right, so truck uh, making agility roll, and hope you get a seven. No, <laughs> four. All right, well, you, truck leaps through this malfunctioning door, woo, and gets whacked in the ass by it um almost makes it but not quite uh and that's going to uh cause a single point of damage my fucking ass I'll try to leap through after I assume that's an agility I gotta roll a five or higher though and I didn't I rolled a three bam this door also slams into you uh and uh, deals a single point of damage to Dr. Didi as well. It sped up right when we went through. It was deliberate. But uh, the rest of your walk down this corridor is relatively uneventful. And eventually you get to the uh, primary engine room. And... uh, Dr. Diti, of course, you you recognize this as a uh, a, a 7T1, um, you know, FTL drive. Fairly um, standard 7T1. But, um, and so, so it's a very large room that you find yourselves in. Um, and, uh, you know, it's got these huge, like, spherical processors and, and converters and of course Dr. DD knows what all this stuff is and then uh, right in the center of the room is sort of a syndrilical sort of engine core um, that goes from the floor to ceiling which is surrounded by you know pipes and wiring and whatnot and um, this there is something odd about it though Dr. DD um, there's a huge attachment on the side of it it's like a, a, a half sphere of tubes and wires that appear to be going directly into the engine's fuel intake um, and it appears to be heavily shielded um, and there's like coolant what appears to be coolant dripping um, from some of the 
piping and, and, and stuff. Um, so whatever's in there seems to be, you know, fro- needs to be frozen or, or, you know, kept really cold. Not the only thing uh, on the ship, apparently, that uh, needs to be kept super cold. And uh, the piping is coming um, from the power core into the half sphere and then into the engine. So it seems like something has been inserted into the fuel flow process. Do you see that there? That's that's anomalous. That's not supposed to be there. Someone's done that. I'll take your word for it. And uh, in addition to the engine core itself, there are uh, uh, several lockers and, and storage crates in here as well. However, there is no person, at least that you can see. All right, let's look around, see if we can find this uh, this pinging, if it's still there. Someone could be in one of these lockers. Yeah, or or someone's uh, identification Mm. chip has been discarded. Some nerd was pushed in this locker, I think. (laughs) I'm going to start looking around the room. Okay, um... There's nothing particularly interesting in the lockers. Just contains like some jumpsuits and and whatnot, and like tools and and whatever you know that might be used to work on the engine. Um, you get to one of the storage crates and pop it open, and you see someone laying down in it. And um, when on the as you open the lid, you see scrawled into like the with a ink on the into like the the bottom of the lid it says i'm safe from gill here uh apparently written by this person who is now laying in this storage crate um Fuck. but you weren't really expecting to find a corpse here um considering a pressure roll but i think i'll just you've had enough for now enough enough pressure yeah, um, I mean, at this point, uh, we're pretty on guard for, I think, crazy shit, but uh, I think we can handle a corpse for now. Anyways, one corpse. Uh, yeah. But I'm going to uh, examine him. First, I'm going to make sure if the doctor sees what I'm seeing, since we never know. You see this? I don't know, do I? Yes. I see it all right, and I see the message. Whoever this Gill character is, he's bad news. Perhaps later, if I can access a computer terminal, I can pull up a crew manifest or something and find out more about this Gill. Or even find out who this poor bastard is who's trapped himself in here. And, uh, Truck, just out of the corner of your eye, uh, you see, uh, this body just kind of twitching every now and then. And when you, okay. if you look directly at it, it just stops. But if you're looking at something else and you can see it in your peripheral vision, like it just like it jerks and twitches. Still alive. Either that or it's got gases in it. I'm going to examine it just to make sure. Upon examination, it just, uh, 
you can't you can't find a pulse or anything and and of course you're looking directly at it the whole time and it remains motionless although you do note uh upon examination that it has the most creepy fucking smile on its face um at least he told it happy can i see any other um wounds or anything to indicate the manner of death no it looks like looks like he may have just asphyxiated inside this storage grate. Yeah. Keep seeing it. I keep seeing this fucking guy twitch. He's moving. When I look away, I see it. Perhaps it's your nerves that are twitching. We've both been under a lot of pressure. Yeah. You say I'm a little twitchy. And just before you start to stand I mean I imagined you kind of kneeling down over this crate um, and you know and so you, just as you were going to like sort of stand up and walk away the head of this corpse just turns and it's just got this there there he is he's smiling and then it disappears the whole like just the image disappears or the corpse disappears the whole entire corpse disappears. Yeah. And that's, that is going to make, I think, a, a pressure. Yeah. We both see this, I see. No. Oh, okay. No. It's just right there where, <laughs> where it was before. Ooh, well, uh, I rolled a six and I have a five pressure bonus. All right. Well, your pressure level, fortunately for you, does not go up. It's gone. Fucker just disappeared. Holy shit. Now listen, it's right there. I'm looking nope. right at it. It's fucking gone, bro. You, you've got to understand there's some sort of psychological effect. That's Not this time. Not this time. It's gone. No, it is this time, I'm telling you. It's You're got, the one hallucinating this now time. Now it's got something to do. It's got something to do with this with this bit here that's been attached onto the engine core, you see. I'm, I'm certain of it. This mm-hmm. is completely anomalous and there's plenty of... Bit. You're talking uh, technical jargon. I don't oh, understand. Talking about this hemispherical thing here with the coolant dripping all out of it. It's not supposed to be there. It's got something to do with all of this. That much I'm certain of. Uh, psh, okay. If you say so, let's, uh, once you fix it, then see what you can do. I don't know that I can fix it. I could maybe try to learn something about it, but I very much doubt it. It's probably fixed to where it can't be removed, is my guess. You better start trying. I'll see what I can do with it. Well, um... <clears throat> excuse me. Um, you, you... You're pretty much correct in that you don't think you can safely extricate this uh, addition... Uh, however, while you were, uh, you know, doing your inspection and, and looking over it and stuff, you come to the realization that, um, you know, the engine is, you know, it's on automatic shutdown, um, which is going to take some time, of course. Um, <clears throat> and, um, it's sort of powering down slowly, um, but... You think you could just shut it off if you want? I think we should. It couldn't hurt. 
he said. You said you're talking about shutting the the entire engine off. That's what I'm talking about. This thing can't be shut down separately, correct? Yeah, shutting. You're talking about shutting down the FTL engine, right? Yeah. I don't think well, this, it's not safe. This ship's not salvageable for anyone. We'd be lucky to get out of here alive. I agree. Perhaps if we shut this down, whatever's given power to these strange things we've been seeing, it might also shut down. It seems to be leeching power off the engine core, if I'm not grossly mistaken. Mm -hmm. That's my theory. I say, uh, I say shut it down. I'll do it. I'll proceed to take steps to shut it down. Um, it, it only takes you a few minutes, and you obviously, as an engineer, you I'm not even going to make it roll. You just uh, just spend some time uh, working on it, and uh, yeah, you, you managed to, to get it shut down. Um, how, how long uh, it takes before the effects subside remains to be seen, but uh, you, you think you are on the right track. I'll have a good feeling about it. Mm-hmm. Is there anything else in this uh, engine room area of interest? Not really. Mm. Well, it looks like th there is another bulkhead door to the power core, the very aft. I don't know if we need to go in there or what exactly that is. Well, um, and you would know, Dr. D.D., that... Uh, it's likely highly radioactive. Well, you generally don't... I mean, it's usually locked It's locked away pretty good, and you generally don't go in there unless it needs maintenance or something. Um, That's how Spock died. But um, you, you, you think you could probably bypass, uh, you know, with a successful... Um, you know, education role plus, you know, any bonus for engineering position and uh, the uh, little tool you have, or the toolkit you have as well. What would I be bypassing? The, uh, basically the door <laughs> to get into the power core. Yeah. But normally it's not safe to go into the power core. It's not that it's not safe, it's just that there's no reason to, and it, uh, you know, um, unless you're doing maintenance or repairs on something. Would you like me to bypass this door? You know, why we're why we're back here, we might want to make sure. I'll see what I can do. Oh yeah, yeah. That's with the bonus for the even without the bonus for my skill. That's going to be a nine. Oh well, that <clears throat> that is plenty, and you do manage to get the door open and um you've probably seen one of these power cores before in fact i would imagine i'd be sure that you you would have um you know do, doing maintenance and, and whatnot um and it's kind of a cramped little room there's not a lot of room to move around but you know there's there's enough and um the power core itself <clears throat> is a a bunch of uh, spheres sort of suspended in the air uh, with thick cables connecting them and, and you know, piping and, and like, support structure. Um, 
and the whole room is just a mass of, of conduits for cooling and energy transfer and whatnot. Um, and um, so you note, Dr. Dee Dee, that there is an extra sphere added uh, more than one more than, than would be normally be here. Um, and it's slightly smaller and a different color. And it's got like a makeshift support framework around it that has been added on as well. And um, it's got some thick pipes dripping with coolant uh, leading through from this sphere to the engine in the other room. And um, it's covered in warning labels that say caution, unknown consequences. Well, whoever put it on here can write and speak speak English. Apparently. Uh, do I see what he sees? Yes. <clears throat> and also, uh, on this single additional sphere, you see a symbol. Um, it's kind of a large ovoid shape with like a triangular kind of object on it. It almost looks a little bit uh, like sort of the Starfleet insignia, mm-hmm. but kind of turned a little bit sideways. Um, do I have it? Do we, do we recognize it? No. Alright. And um, attached to this sphere as well, this additional sphere, is a, uh, a computer that is wired into it. See if we can pull up any information. Somebody made some weird modifications. Indeed. Let's see if I can pull up some specifications, status report, etc. See what clues can be learned from operating this computer terminal. Access the terminal. Make a uh, make an education roll. Okay, that's good. Okay. That's uh, 11, 12, 13 with the bonus. Good God! No, it's twelve with the bonus. Um. So yes, uh, you log in and you find um, something very telling. It says, engine test 001-7T1, adjustment code 45297-4. Exotic particle morning 50 passed initial processing and is, excuse me, and is passed for engine testing. Particle expected to increase engine efficiency by 50%. Particle injection to be initiated via power core fed with 140% increase to coolant usage. Residual radiation has been classed as low threat. Shielding yet to be perfected, but existing safeguards are expected to work within parameters. Effects of residual radiation still in testing, but initial tests include possible effect on brain chemistry, causing confusion, nausea, and possible visual and auditory hallucinations. Testing has ascertained that existing shielding is sufficient to contain radiation, but automated systems have been activated should the crew experience any problems. Well, I think the crew experienced some problems. I'd say. So the the fact that we've turned off the shutdown power to the engine means that whatever is here in the power core is not transmitting anymore, or... Would this also need to be shut down separately? No, the the fact that you've shut down the the engine suggests that uh, 
you should the levels of the radiation caused by this particle um, will be dissipating over time. All right. Well, uh, can I download all this to my thumb drive? Yes, of course. All right. Is there any indication uh, who uh, who wrote this? Is there any? Uh, I suspect that this symbol here is some symbol of some corporation or something. Yeah, I can see. Uh, check the logs and see who who made that entry, if possible. Um, <clears throat> it doesn't have a a person, um, but it's p- pretty clear that went uh, the Wayne Tanaka Corporation has discovered this, and I mean, you know, profits, man, right? If you can mm. get um, you know, fifty percent greater efficiency. Well, that's you know, fuel saving on your fuel costs and and making more money. But at what price? Yes, yeah, what price, bastards? Well, frankly, I think we've solved the initial mystery here. What went wrong? But I feel compelled to see if there's any more survivors up in the main body of this. Uh, this level I've got this, this doesn't in. this doesn't explain Gunther and no it does not unless of course it's uh, radiating and leaking out into space around us as well it's up to you you make the call we could EVA back to Gunther right now or we no, could continue let's, to let's clear this ship alright and if I may be so bold, if we have the capability, I think this ship doesn't ever need to be salvaged or come back. They've unlocked something very dangerous here. Perhaps some inter- something interdimensional, I don't know. Can you imagine if this got back to the space station? Well, uh, hopefully we've eliminated the danger, but we don't know yet. All right. Well, let's take that long walk back then up to, uh, I believe, uh, this uh, boom corridor should get us back to uh, where we can get access to the rest of the deck. That is correct. <clears throat> uh, you're going to have to hop through this malfunctioning door again, unfortunately, mm-hmm. so that's going to take a couple agility tests. Motherfucker. Hey, this time I get an eight. Can oh, I... Six. Um... This time I want to be try something else. Uh, I want to put one of these. Try to stick one of these uh, cargo containers in between the doors when they're open. So I'll time that. So if I fill it, you know, I'm not going to get hurt. It'll just, you know, just won't work. But um, I'll try to stick a, something in there to block the doors, keep them open. Okay, that sounds reasonable. Um, I call that an agility test. Okay. Five. Yeah, you can't. You just can't seem to quite time it. What about you, Doc? You think you can time it? Or did you already jump through? I already jumped through. I'm on the other side. Damn you! I learned from watching you last time what not to do. That's. Uh, well, I was teaching you, yeah. So, uh, 
I'll just go ahead and do it this time. Nope. No sweat. Uh, six. And you unfortunately uh, take another point of damage from the uh, God door. damn it. Fucking God damn it. And uh, eventually find yourselves back up in the uh, elevator slash stair area. What? Now there's any number of places we can we can head to in here. First of all, they've got a hangar up here, a hangar bay. Don't know if they've got on a wave vehicle, which we may even need if we can't get back in to mm-hmm. the grams. They've also got the computer core room. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, that's what I was thinking. Learn a little more about. Uh, and of course, uh, we could get up to the bridge and just try to uh, stop this. This thing slowly decelerating, but we could all the way decelerate it, possibly. But I'll say, let's first uh, perhaps look into the storage and computer core. We can certainly make copies of the computer files to bring back to the corporation. It's got to be worth something. Yes, we'll we'll do uh, storage slash computer core first. Right. All right. So um, you proceed over to the uh, area with the computer core, and you see when you get to the door to that room that there is a fire alarm activation light blinking above the door. Um, But there are no sirens or any indication that sprinklers or, you know, foam throwers or anything have deployed. Um, And the alarm has locked the door. Um, So you would need to bypass that to see what all can do. Is there a window in the door? There is not. Nine. I have a nine to bypass. Well, you needed, needed an eight, so that was mm. quite good because that was a tricky thing to do. And you do get the door open. Backdraft. Um, Backdraft. <clears throat> the first thing you see is um, this guy uh, who is so, startled by you. He's he's in the process of scribbling stuff on the walls. And um, you can see that the walls are just covered in these, in these symbols and, and doodles and, and whatnot, um, and and they're, they're scrawled all over the manuals and the, the papers and everything in the walls of the room, and um, <clears throat> the, uh, the you can't make any sense of the images, uh, but most of them seem to be this same symbol. The, the triangle with the little oval um, but uh, you startle this man who's in the process of drawing this and he turns to you and says oh well hello so nice to see you alright I'm seeing a guy he's crazy guy who's writing on the yeah. walls he just turned he, he asked us or yeah. he said something I'll see him too I'll see oh. him too he's real of course I'm real. Don't be silly. Are you are you angels sent from the creator? Uh, hell no. 
we're you, checking up. We're from the uh, what, what, what corporation? From, from the corporation. From the we're from Cambridge Wallace. Is yes, that it? Yes, yes. From Cambridge Wallace, we're here to check up on your ship. See what happened. Something very bad happened. No. What can you tell us? No, nothing bad happened. Nothing bad ever happens. The creator makes sure that nothing bad ever happens. Your name wouldn't be Gil, would it? What? What? You must be sent by the creator if you know my name. (laughs) Now, does he have any... Do we see any weapons on him of any kind? Yes. He is armed. And, um... Also, you know that his right forearm, um, he, he's been bleeding quite profusely um, for some reason. In fact, he looks like he's lost a lot of, quite a lot of blood. He's pretty pale and, and, you know, but he doesn't seem to mind, that's for sure. Tell me, Gil, uh, I'm fascinated. You're obviously a, a super genius. Um, I'm, I'm very curious about the modifications you've made to your ship which is down in your engine room and uh, it's really lovely work is that your work with the hemisphere and the uh, the increased capacity and whatnot no no I, I that wasn't me I I, 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 I I it was somebody else all right Gil uh, why don't you I'm gonna uh, slowly you know, pull out my pistol um not pointed at him yet but I'm gonna I have my hand on it you know and taking it kind of sliding it out of the holster or whatever and um I'm gonna say why don't you go ahead and drop your gun there's no need for violence everything is beautiful in the eyes of the creator yeah yeah I agree that's why I want you to Drop your gun so there's going to be no violence here. Yes, there will be no... Of course there will be no violence. I I have no intention of harming you beautiful angels. Why should I they, drop my gun? Well, if, you don't, if you're not going to harm us, then you won't mind dropping your gun. Just for our own safety, you know, just for... So we can feel good. And if we were angels, then surely the Creator would prefer that you do our bidding... Come now, but, what, but what if you're false angels? What if you're devils? No, no, no. Are you Come devils? We don't look like devils to you. Come on. You're starting... Your features are starting to change. I think you might be false angels. I think you'd best give me more gun back there, <laughs> truck. All right, you know where to aim it. I'm going to... I'm going to toss him his gun. All right. Shoot that way, not at me. Right. Right, well, he gets a crazy look in his eyes, and almost faster than you can, uh, like, see. Like, his hand just whips into the holster of of his gun, and he pulls it out, and uh, he's going to shoot at truck because the truck was ordering him around and uh, six seven eight nine he's going to hit just one damage fortunately yeah well I have one left one hit point left after the, losing that one 
or before losing yeah, that one? Oh, okay. Because I, because I've, yeah, I've already taken several, so I have, I have one left now. All right, Truck. Well, you guys, uh, I don't no, know what, what you want to so do. So he shoots me. Where does he shoot me? I that I don't. I didn't, there's not like hit location. Yeah, I know. I just narratively. Uh, well, I'll grab where <laughs> wherever he shot me. The, you know, arm, I guess. Okay. He shoot the upper arm two inches above the left elbow. I'm gonna yes. immediately fire back. The second that guy fired at truck, I'm gonna shoot back at him. Um, do I need a seven? I have exactly a seven. If if it's an agility. Uh, oh, yeah, that's gonna hit. Rolled a five, and I had two for agility. Okay, so. And that does a set amount of damage, right? Like a flat no. damage? No. Well, you roll a d6, and yeah. uh, oh, the number is damage. the max, right? Yeah. Well, I got a one, so. All right, well, he takes yeah. one damage. Doesn't have to be this way, Gil. Fuck, fuckers fast. I'm going to shoot if I can. Yep. All right, I will. Um, can I take out my, uh, I mean, well, I already had my pistol drawn, but I do have that shotgun. Um, so maybe next time I will shoot with that, but, uh, and what do we do for roll d6? Yeah, it's basically an agility roll. <laughs> yeah, well, it's just one. Well, that is a miss, unfortunately. And, uh, since Dr. Dee shot him, he's going to shoot at Dr. Dee and he will roll a four, which will not hit. So. It's because I've dodged behind the piping. <laughs> uh, you guys' turn. It doesn't have to be this way, Gil. I'm going to shoot him anyway, though, even when I say that. But I miss this time. I have a six. Barely miss him. Right. I forgot we're actually supposed to roll initiative in this system. I thought it was just narrative like Demon Lord, but oh well. I, for- I forgot, so whatever. It's fine. What you doing, truck? Uh, I will sh- shoot with my shotgun this time. Okay. And what do we need to roll or hit? Um, well, you are with a shotgun. Um, well, so you, you to hit you need a, a seven, but uh, the damage is variable. You're at close range right now, so. Okay, well, then I did get a 7. Alright, so that's going to be D6 damage max 5. 3. 3. Alright, so um, Gil screams and falls to the ground. Um, These shotgun pellets having pierced his body. He does not seem to be dead, but he does seem to be uh, out of the fight. Uh, screaming out to you about, uh, you know, all sorts of fervent religious nonsense. Shut the fuck up. I'm going to shoot him again. <laughs> okay. Well, um, then you're going to make it roll. You just kill him. Okay. We weren't going to learn anything else from that guy. Yo, Coop de Gracie. Yep, that's right. That's how you say it. That's exactly how it's pronounced. <laughs> It's exactly how it's pronounced. For once, you actually say something that's smart. Thank you. Well, let's uh, 
We've already gotten under the computer down in the uh, engine room. Let's just see if here at the core there's anything different to find out. If it's just a duplicate of the information, that's fine, but I want to be thorough. Um, I'm a good man and thorough. No, it doesn't appear to be anything you can actually... I mean, it's just like the computer core, mm -hmm. right? But no, there's not actually like a terminal in here. All right, well, don't um, worry about that. Anything else strange in here? Out of the ordinary? Anomalous? No, just uh, Engineering Officer Gill, who is recently uh, deceased. Splattered. Yeah. Um, I want to see if he has anything else on him. Um, so he's got, um, in addition to uh, the pistol that he was shooting at you, he has a, uh, a power wrench on his belt. Um, but that's it. And um, you note, however, that the uh, wound on his forearm um, appears to have been self-inflicted because he's got like all kinds of blood and stuff all over his other hand so apparently he like did it to himself crazy motherfucker he's been doing crazy and we'll end up crazy too if we stay here much longer I agree. Well, at least uh, one of us will. Now, if we the ship, if the ship's engine is shut down, will it stop decelerating on its own, or is it like a Newtonian thing where it's just going to keep on traveling forever unless we fire back up the engines and purposely decelerate it? No, no, <clears throat> no. It's going to stop on its own eventually. Okay, um, good. Yeah. All right. Um, I will go. Well. Yeah, I'll go ahead and take this power wrench, you know, just right. in case uh, we lose our handguns and other guns and need to have some kind of weapon. Right on. Perhaps let's look into the uh, the hangar bay and see if there's an away craft still there. We may end up needing it, as I say. Yeah, we'll take a peek in the hangar. Just a quick peek. Just a little peekaboo. So you walk uh, out of the computer core and through the staircase area over to the the hangar. And um, it you walk into the door and you can see right away that this is actually... Well, it says hangar on the blueprint and... It looks like a hangar. Um, this one has apparently been converted into like storage and, and cargo uh, space because there's like cargo netting has been added to the walls and the ceiling. Um, and um, yeah, there are several sealed metal crates in the netting. Um, but it looks like uh, literally somebody, you know, they were j just probably you you would tend to assume that because uh, of all the cryogenic shit taking up all the main cargo areas down below that they you know they wanted to the corporation wanted to you know have room to ship some other various cargo as well that answers okay. that question uh, does it look like uh 
and he just just like standard cargo nothing suspicious N- no not not really um it's mo- it's actually mostly just a like a male literally hmm. the male contract it's very lucrative interstellar males expensive this one hell of a stamp perhaps we should uh, if there's nothing else so strange here then perhaps we should uh, take a quick look into the bunkers to make sure there's no one still alive into the little bunk rooms and go say th- we head on out to the bunks go through and, the, uh, and after that let's uh, go through the we'll hit the bunks and then go through the common room into the bridge and see if we can't uh, So you go right. check out the, the bunks? Yeah, just real quick. Just uh, poke ahead in, poke it back out, make sure there's no one alive in there. Um, what? Make sure there's no one alive in there. Right, okay. Um, and yeah, you do not find uh, anyone alive in any of the bunks. Um, they're just standard bunks, two long sleep pods uh, for, you know, sleeping off the long journeys. Um and of course these are used not only for the actual long sleep process but they then you know are just used as beds when you're not sort of in long sleep um <clears throat> but yeah it, it it looks like this must have been a fairly new crew to the ship because normally you have like pictures of family or you know just little personal items and stuff like that scattered around your bunk and there's just none of that it, they're spartan um, which suggests that they, you know, hadn't been traveling together on this ship very long. Okay. All right. There's quick thing here. No hallucinations. Quick walk through the common room and into the bridge, and then we'll have explored this vessel. More or less. And then we'll then we can find out about what's happened, what's going wrong with Gunther. So uh, you head through the common room which is just uh, um, there's basically several chairs surrounding um, a circular table um, and there's like spoiled food and spilled drinks and, and forks and knives and shit all over the place um, there's a food dispenser and a liquid recycler uh, against the walls and they're the food dispensers com- uh smeared with completely smeared with like you know some kind of uh, protein paste or something and uh, the liquid recycle has just been smashed and um there's sort of light white sort of light white and gray upholstery um of these on these chairs that surround the table and the walls are kind of padded with it um but uh, yeah it's just it just feels cold you can't even can't feel it through your spacesuits but it just radiates the sort of stark coldness and um, there's a splash of blood across one of the chairs at the table and uh, there's a kind of a, a lump in the blood and um, I don't want to know what that lump is hmm I kind of do. Why don't you get a good look? Unfortunately. Go, go lean in close and get a good look. 
Mm-hmm. Going in truck. All right. Um. Ugh, only had one hit point, but you know he's gonna he's gonna get closer. <laughs> well, you uh, you pick it up. No. Well, not unless I. I mean, can I just observe it first with see if I can learn anything? Um. <clears throat> it it is motionless. You probably but have to wipe a, some of the blood off to uh, identify it. Yeah, I will. Um, well, I'm gonna kind of nudge it first with uh, with my shotgun barrel. Yeah, it moves. You can kind of you could even kind of wipe it off with the shotgun a little bit. Yeah, that's what I'll, I'll try to do that. Um, so, yeah, you kind of do that. And it, it, it's a, a, a chip, like a microchip. Interesting. It's kind of been smashed. Like somebody stomped on it. You know anything about this kind of chip this is or what function it had? I don't believe it's operational, but does it appear to be of... Uh common manufacturer yeah it appears to be uh, the type of ID chip that would be implanted in a crew member potentially right. maybe we can uh, you know not probably uh, broken but maybe we can get still get some data from it uh, later on right I'll keep it for now alright and there's only one room left. Yep. Uh, take it. Take it to the bridge. <laughs> Where's that confounded bridge? It's one room away. And uh, you walk onto the bridge, uh, which is much darker. I mean, most of the ship has been really brightly lit, uh, but the bridge is dim and quiet. Um, just a few flickering lights from consoles um, and a, a dimly lit overhead monitor are really the only sources of, of light in here. And, of course, <coughs> the blast shields are all closed, so you know you can't even look out into the the, the, to the stars um, and there are four seats on the bridge um, helm navigation sensors slash comms and uh, systems um, but each console is switched off uh, with only sort of red and blue standby lights on um, and they're all powered down but you could potentially activate them if you were so inclined Mm, so, so no, but no people in this and on, on the bridge. Nope. Okay. All right. Well, that's a relief. Let's see what we can uh, figure out here on the bridge. Um. Yeah. Doctor wants you. Wants you to do your thing. And we'll take a quick look. We've got uh, four different consoles, the helm navigation, 
sensors slash comms and systems. So hmm. have at whichever one you like. Well, I mean, what are we really trying to find out here, though? I uh, yeah, I don't know. I don't know if there's anything more to really find out. No, not unless there's like a more records of you know sub- stuff that went on here or yeah. something. Let me let me let me see if I can't get uh, a download of the ship's log and uh, get that copied onto the old thumb drive here. And then you can uh, the corporation can uh, pour over this at their leisure. So that'd be my goal is to try to get a, an access a copy of the ship's log and copy it. Well, so you can do that. Um, like the general sort of log in terms of uh, location, you know, and, and what the ship was doing would probably come from the helm. All right. I mean, is there likely to be more than one ship's log? With like, it wouldn't would they, would they be integrated into a? I mean, it just it, right. It depends on what you're looking for. Uh, okay. So, uh, I mean, like the communications logs and stuff would probably be in the comms. Um, so it's just well, I just have to do them one by one, make sure we got everything. So I'll start with the helm and uh, see. I got a seven exactly on that one. And I'm not even going to try to read them at this point. I just want to get them copied, and then I'll worry about reading them when we get back to our ship. If, in fact, I can find one that I can copy. Yes, you can copy all of the data off of all of the, uh, each of the consoles. Okay. Okay. I just don't want to stand around in here with possible further exposure to, even though it's dissipating, it makes me nervous. You know what we're going to have to do? We're going to have to EVA back and find out what's happened to Gunther. Yeah, I know that. Uh, but, but clearly the corporation here has attempted to uh, increase the uh, power of their engines, and in doing so they've unwakened, they've unleashed something quite unholy. This terrible psychological aberration with this radiation is... is Let's have to trust our betters back at the corporation to not make the same mistake if we return with this information. Mm, we gotta, we better get a big old fat bonus for doing this bullshit. So, uh, let me try that little bitch Gunther one more time. Gunther! You get no, Come on, Gunther! You get no response. That's what I thought. Um, could we, like, because I kind of want to get a, um, a view of our ship before we EVA, you know, like, can we try to open up these, like, window shields or whatever? Sure. Glass shields and, and see what, uh, look at, try to look at, um, our ship through them? Sure, yeah, you can, uh, open them up and you do see the grams floating uh, near nearby okay and does it look like is there like a giant spider <laughs> on it or is there you know any damage to it anything crazy looks normal from from outside anyway I don't know what it, what his problem is 
But uh, yeah, it looks like uh, looks intact. I think we uh, we did our job. I believe so. Now we just got to hope Gunther lets us back in and everything's safe and canny on board, which I very much doubt. Well, you uh, you EVA back across over to the grounds, only to find that uh, Gunther has shot himself in the head. Are we? Do we actually get on into the ship? Oh yeah. Okay. But you'll well have to fly back without Gunther at the helm. Yeah, that that little asshole is going to make it difficult. But uh, I got a little navigation experience, at least. Mm. All right. It's going to be a strange trip back. I hope we haven't brought something back with us. Obviously. Obviously, nah. I very we much can't bring back hallucinations. <laughs> we could possibly bring back some radioactivity. Well, we'll nah, just have to fine. find out. It's all good, man. We did our thing. We succeeded. Time to get home and party. It's Miller time. So it's going to be about uh, a day travel back to uh, uh, the station. Would you like to uh, radio word of your success ahead of you? All right, Grant Stellar Station. This is Travis Truck Tucker. We have succeeded in our mission. We are headed home now. And uh, have a cold one waiting for me. (laughs) All right. Well, uh, I guess that about wraps it up for this episode then. Um... Okay. Okay. But yeah, so you uh, you f- fly back to Grant Stiller Station, and Wallace gives you uh, your pay and uh, and a cold Miller time, Miller light. Mm-hmm.